Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody. You are tuned into Tech Vibe Radio this very Friday night, and we are taking you to a really great place. We're at Expedience Data Center in Nova Place. We love taking the show on the road, Audrey. Yeah, and I love being here in Nova Place. The amount it of is, transformation yeah, exactly. that occurred. When I first moved to Pittsburgh, right. we had our Alcoa Tech here, and it's nothing like that now. It was really an old, vacant mall that had none of the amenities that each and every day is occurring right here. I mean, I can't even keep up. The last time I was here, uh, I was very floored about some of the things, just even food. That's that's coming here. So right now we have Brad Ott of Farrow's Properties, yes. who's part of the team here. Thanks Making this transformation happen. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks I can tell you right now, if I were the developer of this place, I would have been like, this is implode it and build on top. But you're taking the hard route on this thing and really just going through a, a fine-tooth comb and just making this place pop and become a great place to have a business and live and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's been a great effort. And actually, I think a few people did tell us to implode it instead. <laughs> did they? That's pretty funny. <laughs> Sort of funny. Um, yeah, and actually on the north side here, our first investment were actually the residential properties on the I sites. know. I always forget that. Yeah, so pretty... we, we bought that almost a year before the commercial mm-hmm. property. Right. Um, and that was... So you, you got know, a good sense of the area. You also got a good sense of what the gaps were in the area. We did. We did. And uh, when we made that initial investment, a lot of people told us not to do it. Right. Um, They're like, well, what are you thinking? Like, no, we have vision, long-term vision. Yeah, and, and that's what it was, is... Uh, a vision of you know people, uh, investors from outside Pittsburgh coming in, seeing what was here, and recognizing the potential um, between the residential properties and the commercial properties, and you know the backbone and the proximity and the access and everything made it a prime spot to. Yeah, but you saw that. Not not a lot of people saw that. Sometimes it takes people outside of Pittsburgh to do that. That's a good point. Uh, I like it. No, that's that's exactly right. Very much yeah, so. Sometimes it just it does. It's perspective. Yeah, Pittsburgh's a great city. Don't get me wrong. And but sometimes it's a show me city. Um, Definitely. Until you do that, uh, people won't necessarily believe. Uh, that's or, sort of an interesting yeah. perspective. So you've been showing them. So what have you been showing them? So talk about. Yeah. What's happened even just over the past year? Yeah, so over the past year, um, you know, we bought the property, really had a vision of recreating it into the ecosystem mm-hmm. um, and developing it for uh, companies, startup companies, individuals who work um, contract work, etc., all the way up to large established companies. So we have some of the largest in Pittsburgh as tenants here as well, and everything in between. And be- to do that, we knew we had it add. We needed to update the space, mm-hmm. you know, improve its bones because they've been degrading over Definitely. a number of years. And every time I come here, there's something new and improved. 
and that's uh, yeah, that's what yeah. we've been trying to do. Um, you know, we improved all the common areas, inside, outside. Like you want to hang out there. That's that was our goal. It you used know? to be you want to run for the hills, right. and yeah. now you're like, I'm going to hang out and have a cup of coffee and yeah. meet and, people and, and that's, stuff. That's what we want. We wanted to get people back into the space, and uh, one problem with the space was it was it's large. So it's we had to. Proper. I was going to say, how many square feet like all together is yeah. this whole thing? So, Millions, right? So just real quick on the overall right. development yeah, okay. here, right? Just sheer numbers. Um, so the redevelopment back in the 60s consisted of 30 acres of property. 30 acres. So in that redevelopment was four apartment buildings. So 810 apartment units okay. are on sites. So we have 1.3 million square feet of space. 1.3 million. And then we have another. We have 3,000 car parking garage, which is the second largest in southwestern PA. Okay, it is wow. the biggest yeah. parking garage ever. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, and uh, I'm looking forward to wayfinding. I know you have a strategy. We keep that. adding and picking way at that. I know. It's, uh, you know, I know. We've been painting, adding wayfinding. Right. It's it's a beast. It is. It but is you're, but you are tackling this beast. You could have like a little better. light rail down there. Right? <laughs> we could. A little <laughs> tram going through there would be yeah, awesome. I think it'd be awesome. Just Actually, jump. they could test the hyperloop down there if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would just be great to have like a little tram yeah. and run through. But it is pretty exciting. So what? So talk a little bit about food, for example. Yeah. So food. You know, um, we have uh, one established restaurants uh, restaurant. We um, established a food truck uh, network where last year we did it once a week and popular demand. Now we do it three days a week. I know. I see that. Um, and. Uh, Officially, the Federal Galley, which is a new offshoot of Smallman Galley, will be opening up here early December um, for business. So that's something we're so much happening since you guys made this investment here. It's so exciting to see it. And one of the cool anchor parts has has been the Alloy Twenty Six. Yeah, so Alloy Twenty Six was one of the original visions that we had. Right. for the property, and that was mm-hmm. that uh, was early on. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. and that was probably the first project we finished. Uh, so, Alva Twenty Six co-working space, um, and we saw that as an activator um, for the property. I would call it a gateway drug. I'd be yeah. like, you come in here That's and rent, rent the desk for a year. Like, wait a second. Now i got five people working for me. I need some space around yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's, the, that's part of the hope, you know. Exactly. Um, through co-working, through the number of events that we have mm-hmm. hosted on Highway 26 and everything, it's getting people back in the space and reintroducing exactly. it, you know. Um, and with any luck, the, um, and uh, those co-working companies will grow and need additional space. Yeah. And you know what? We have additional space. and. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an outside perspective um, on real estate in general where we don't have to have traditional seven-year, ten-year leases. Right, you can be more flexible. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you rethinking that because as much as I love all of our developers and our... Mm And, and people who support, you know, sort of the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. It's been tough for Pittsburgh to really have an understanding of the new world. And I've been working on these conversations for a decade. Yeah, yeah, a decade. It, it, and it's just like it's like a it's a hard yeah. shift. No pun intended. It's just a really no. It, it is a hard shift, and, and believe me. Uh, Banks do require that for a certain amount of the financing, right? But this space is so large that we have some flexibility yeah, to right. play there's around. There's places sure. around the world there are. So, where there's a lot more clever kinds that, of arrangements. Yeah, because, I mean, part of it is it's just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. I mean, once we get to that point, we'll probably have a shift in the marketplace. Yeah. But we need, and we needed, that kind of shift. So right. my applaud. 
Thank you. So, yeah, yeah for doing that. And that's, I mean, that's part of the ecosystem. For sure. Right? So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you your thoughts on Expedient expanding their data center here at Nova Place. I mean, obviously they've been an anchor tenant here for many, many years, and yeah. they're sticking with you guys here and helping you, you know, just grow this thing out. Yeah, Expedient's been a great partnership between their existing data center, their growth, mm-hmm. you know, doubling the size of their data center. They have office space and we'll have our office towers. Um, so it, it, they've been a great partner, a great tenant of ours. Um, and they've acknowledged the improvements that we're trying to make. We support them and what they're trying to accomplish in Pittsburgh. And yeah, they've overall. been very positive. Yeah, so. I mean, for a long time, they were here against all odds. Right. So thank you so much, Brad, for being with us. Is there a website that you would point people to? Um, the main company is pharaohsproperties.com. Uh, more information about Nova Place, novaplace.com, and then um, also Iowa 26. Iowa 26. Definitely That's check great. it all thank out. Thank you so much. Thank you for your work. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Making a huge difference here. We are so pumped yeah. to be here to really show this, and I really encourage our listeners to check this out because this is one of the key things that's making Pittsburgh really pop these days. And it has me excited for 2018, mm-hmm, all the absolutely. great positive things happening here with Out of Doubt. We love taking our, our show on the road, the Tech 5 neighborhood tour at Expedience Data Center here in Nova Place. Couldn't be happier. And like you said, Audrey... <laughs> It smells, smells like a new building to me. I love it, man. It is so Everything much fun being out here. I love it. Even food. That's what it's all about. Anyhow, learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Wow. It's Friday night, mm-hmm. and I have so much fun when we take Tech Vibe Radio on the road back at Expedient, Audrey. I know. It's really great what's happening here. I get so pumped up. Well, they're really growing and that's pretty exciting right at the heart of all where all fiber intersects in pittsburgh we're literally at the nexus of like the the it world of like the east coast of the country here at nova place where expedient built it's it's expanded its data center they've had a data center forever they've expanded it and i'm just i mean we walked in here it's like you want to talk about high security audrey Mm -hmm. and the newness the fresh of new i know the fresh scent. The fresh scent. The fresh scent of a data center. Right. And well, it da- takes me back to my days. So Absolutely. Me, yeah. like <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're getting a little yeah. nostalgic I here. I see that. It's like, this is where I started. <laughs> so, so I get it. A data center needs customers, right? And Expedient's got some really cool customers. I mean, I'm always amazed at some of the, the different companies that Expedient works with. And, and people you're not even thinking about, companies you're not even thinking about. We have J and J. I'm using your first initials here. Like We have two people with J's in their names here from uh, Ainsworth Pet Nutrition. Who do we got in front of us tonight? Yeah, hi, I'm Jamie Hornstein, um, Director of in- uh, Information Services at Ainsworth Pet Nutrition. Uh, Jim Bliss, I am the Senior Infrastructure Manager at Ainsworth Pet Nutrition. And so how much fun do you have there? I think we have a lot of fun. You know, tech is, tech's been pretty exciting. We've been on uh, growing. We get to implement a lot of new stuff. Um, it's been it's been a really fun so like, thirteen so years. Give us some. Can you give us some examples in terms of how tech has helped really drive some of the business strategy, and a little bit about Ainsworth Pet Nutrition. Yeah, um, a little bit about Ainsworth. You know, we're over eighty year old family owned company. We used to oh. be Dad's Pet Care. See, yeah, that was so interesting. I I realized that Dad's. I didn't see that in the marketplace, and because you're. Your Ainsworth, it's a whole yeah. new name. Yeah, we, we kind of we transformed ourselves over the last ten years from a, a value pet food company to super premium, and and with the Rachel Ray, Ray Nutrition brand, we, right. we brought uh, pet store quality supermarket easy. Um, 
So you can get the best stuff for your pets right at the supermarket. Yeah. No from need. all kinds of, of pet food? Yeah, all kinds. Uh, mean, cat food, dogs, dog, and cats. Do, dogs and cats. Yeah. Yeah, any, food, any food for my betta fish? Um, not yet. Maybe. <laughs> you could break it. It's a whole new yeah. high-end market for betta fish. Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe fun. I don't know about that one. So what are some that. of the exciting challenges and opportunities that you've had? Um, I think the growth has been the biggest challenge and opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we've seen it. They kind of said, get ready. Um, we've been able to be stay plugged into the business strategy, so we saw... You know, it's adding an office in Pittsburgh, you know, uh, other factories and, mm-hmm. and warehouses that we're adding. So staying in front of that, you know, as, with the growth going so fast, right. though, the, the challenge is just getting looped in. Sometimes I believe it. we don't know exactly all the things that are coming. So well, pet, The pet market is one of the fastest growing markets yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, it's changed a lot. I think it's, it probably parallels the consumer food quite a bit where people are trying to eat a little natural more mm-hmm. natural more right. healthy you care and about they, our pets you know they, they logically want want their mm-hmm. that for their pets and I'm um, one of those goofballs yeah no mm-hmm. it's not a goofball it's I think we timed the market right you know and, and with the nutrition pet food and brought that to to the mainstream retailers so and so are you hiring now you're doing anything hiring hiring um we have a, we have a few open positions for next year um you know, our budget cycle, we, we probably don't get quite approval on that. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit cloudy right now, but uh, we've, we've grown the team. We usually grow pretty conservatively, like one or two right. positions a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, but um, with the advancement of technology, it can do more. Yeah. I less mean, people. Right. I mean, that's right. where we brought Expedient. And, you right. know, I mean, infrastructure terrific. as a right. service, we don't need to house a big data mm-hmm. center. I mean, we, we still have one. Do you? But it's a, mm-hmm. it's a good complement, the um, infrastructure as a service, and I think that scales uh, allows us to scale in the future quite a bit. Well, it probably allows you to be less distracted, right? right? And get closer to what the yeah. business problems are. Yeah, I mean, we, Jim and I were talking on the way down, you know, from, from an information strategy point of view. Th- this type of stuff allows us to focus on what makes Ainsworth, you know, what differentiates us mm-hmm. in the marketplace, understand what those things are to the business, make sure we, we spend the IT money there, propor- you know, proportionally. Mm-hmm. So when you have Expedient behind you, as you said, providing infrastructure as a service, you're not thinking about it. You're flipping on the light switch right. when you come to work and your systems are up and running. So you can you can focus on the business at hand, not right. a server's down, this isn't working. Exactly. Tell us a little bit more about your experience with Expedient like that. I mean, I come to a data center like yeah. this, I'm like, man, I mean, this is like, I mean, this is some high horsepower stuff yeah. going on down here. I, Jim can probably walk through the pro- okay. pro- process a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're still early on with the adoption of DR and business continuity services. Services with Expedia. Okay. Um, you know, first we needed to kind of tie all of our locations and warehouses and offices mm-hmm. to the Expedia data center through an MPLS network. Uh, we're using uh, software Zerto uh, that's being licensed to us bikes from Expedia, and it basically allows us to replicate our data centers back to Expedia. And if something were to happen at our main location in Meadville, or our location out in Front Neck, Kansas, we could fail back to the data center here without dropping any of our critical business services. That sounds like something that keeps you, you know, from not getting, it keeps you from uh, not losing sleep at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would feel as if like, okay, I know everything's under control as far as that is. You're, you're backed up, you're redundant, and there's nothing to worry about in that regards. Yeah, quite a bit. Of, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely that's one of the things that, 
you know, the risk management keeps us up, things yeah. that can go wrong, and it's always hard to convey that to the business. And then Expedia can, can grow with you, as you say, as you yeah. need to bring on uh, new services. And you mentioned before we went on air, talking a little bit about the fact that you just don't chase technology down for technology's sake. You right. chase it down to solve a business problem. So when you see a problem, you know that Expedia is probably there to help you along the way with that. Yeah, definitely. The infrastructure as a service just kind of scales. I mean, I think we have now the opportunity to do some different things on our IT roadmap that we mm-hmm. would have been a lot more challenging to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. You know, where we could leverage, we could spin up more cloud services in the infrastructure, mm-hmm. whereas we're really starting out with a nice. business continuity piece, um, but maybe we move our ERP or maybe we move our right. warehouse management system Absolutely. to Expedia. It is. It's interesting in terms of freeing yeah. yourselves in terms of what your priorities right. we, are. We spent a lot of time just kind of saying, well, we could do this now. We could do this. Right. right. You, can, you can start dreaming up different scenarios yeah, it's at this like point. you can't believe yeah. how much you've been preoccupied with it yeah. for so long. No, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can it just frees you guys up. It frees up finances right. and internal resources because we no longer have to be in the business of data centers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and then, you know, you've got your internal customers that you've got to manage and all that. For sure. So we've got a couple minutes left. What are you thinking about for 2018? I can't believe it's almost here. Wow. Um, 2018, for me, you know, heading up all of IS, it's a big focus on on business information, Mm -hmm. um, making sure the business has the information to make the choices. Make the right decisions decisions at the right time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've been on a little bit of a road show internally, just making sure I understand yeah, what the good. gaps gotcha. are. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I'm, I've been annoying them a little bit. Annoying them. I, I, know, I know they're going to appreciate it. You know, haven't, I haven't been as uh, able to spend that much time with them, but, you know, right. just with the changes in our infrastructure and, and our internal team has given me a lot more time to focus on, on the strategy. So it's been fun. So, it's great. And to yeah. think about how long people were worried about all this, right? Yeah. It took a long time. So yeah. do, anything great? Personally, for the new year? Personally, um, I don't know. I hadn't uh, hadn't even thought that. You need to think of 2018 right yeah. around the corner. Yeah, uh, you caught me a little off. Any, how about any fun? any great tech gifts on your yeah. on your oh, on your on your oh, holiday wish gifts. list this year? You know, I do. It's a little dated, but I still want the Google Home. I have an okay. Echo, and I yeah, I yeah. kind of trust OK Google more than I do Alexa. Aha! Interesting. Oh, I like it. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. If people want to learn more about the company at Ainsworth Pet Nutrition, where can they go and check you yeah, guys out? AinsworthPets.com. Just yeah. that simple. Yeah. We're glad you're up there in Meadville doing what you're doing yeah. and yes. hanging out with us here at Expedient tonight. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. More coming at yeah. you from Expedient Data Center here at Nova Place. Tech 5 Radio on the road to TNT. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Then go to Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back. You are dialed into the Tech Vibe neighborhood tour, Audrey. TNT at Expedient. Pretty great. Great to be I here. love it, man. Yeah. It is so cool hanging out in their new expanded data center here at Nova Place. If you go to expedient.com, you can learn about all their services and how this is like the backbone of all the stuff they do. Running off the servers down here. You can geek out here if you want to, Audrey. I'm just saying. I can stay here for a long time. I love it. I I really want to jump into our next guest. Definitely. 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 So we have Danielle Verba, who is here from uh, Helios. Yep. Helios Solutions Group. Good. And so what are you up to these days? Uh, so we are uh, a small organization, uh, started in uh, 2015, and the uh, purpose of Helios Solutions Group is really just to 
um, help other organizations with some of the uh, development needs that they have around software engineering, um, not necessarily uh, the software engineering itself, but basically everything else around software engineering projects. So our our real core competency is efficiency. So we focus mm-hmm. on um, everything else, uh, quality assurance, project management, product management, oh, okay. um, agile and scrum methodologies and those sorts of things. All the so stuff that helps you be successful. Who are your potential customers? Talk about when they might be ripe to be your customer. What's the profile of that? Yeah, um, and there's a lot of them, to be honest. Uh, smaller organizations that are looking to spin up new software engineering projects and are looking to ramp up um, teams for those projects. Um, we help build out their needs, uh, again, not necessarily from a, from a uh, specifically a development standpoint, mm-hmm. but quality assurance professionals and people to really understand what the business use cases are uh, behind that, what sorts of requirements to focus on first, that sort of stuff. Um, people will just sort of so, for example, let's say let's say I did some sort of like Salesforce implementation, mm-hmm. and I'm still not getting the use out of it. Yeah. So we is that a good example? Exactly. Yeah. Our organization could come in, do some analysis, really talk to the stakeholders around that, understand what's going wrong with the implementation, okay. do kind of a project rescue analysis, and really oh, project rescue yeah. analysis. Yeah. That should be Start. on your website. I like I, I like <laughs> the sound of that. Yeah. It is on the website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so start understanding um, basically how to turn that project around and really make sure that it's it's lined up to be successful. And so your engagement is typically how long? It depends. Uh, some shorter engagements, it depends on what they're looking for. So we've done shorter term engagements where uh, organizations are really just trying to understand how to get their feet wet with mm-hmm. software engineering projects and what source of resources they do need to hire internally uh, or maybe they might be doing something to do with a internal agile training process they're trying to go through. So it might be something along three months just to get them started, okay. or it could be upwards of two, two and a half years to do the entire project duration if oh, it's a wow. really large uh, software development project. So we're speaking with Diane, Danielle Verba um, from Helios, and your website is what? So people want to listen to them. Website is go-helios.com. Okay. So relatively straightforward. Go and Helios. then what is your background? My background is in software development, um, but same thing. All of those sort of ancillary roles around software development. Um, I started off in uh, game development and game design. In Pittsburgh? Yep, in Pittsburgh. Have you been in Pittsburgh your entire life? I have not. Okay. I have not. I moved down here about 11 years ago from Connecticut. Um, What brought you here? Uh, my boyfriend and now husband. Excellent. Yeah, oh, who, is, wow. who is a software engineer. Very cool. Um, so started working uh, on some of the projects that he was working on and really uh, through game development started working on digital game development and then ended up having to do the entire platform, you know, manage the entire platform development of uh, the ways in which uh, we as a curriculum provider uh, actually you know, provided all of those games to the students. So it was a really kind of, um, it was a really neat way to get into it. Yeah, um, that's and, cool. and it, was, it yeah. was very much, uh, you know, trial by fire sort of stuff, trying to get um, get up to speed with all that stuff. Well, so one of the things that you have in here in terms of the services that you provide yeah. is dev team leadership. Yep. So talk about that a little bit. Um, in my in my experience, um, it is often the case that uh, developers 
um, don't typically want they don't typically want to move up the ladder. Some do, but a lot of them don't. Right. They just want to mm-hmm. develop. Right. And they want they to find good. that thing. They want to drill on it. Exactly. Right. They want to focus on what they what they love and what they feel is uh, their most productive strengths and th- those sorts of things. Um, and you oftentimes run into a scenario where uh, you don't really have a person on a development team that wants to be a team lead. Um, and so that's mm. something that we is can that do a as phenomenal. Well. So that's like a little For bit of sure. a tra- really yeah interesting interesting. Huh. Um, so we, we I mean I've come across that in almost every every uh, experience that I've had. Um, and it's just one of those things where we can kind of uh, step in and be the voice for the developers and right. let them be uh, developers and not and make sure to take all of those other responsibilities off of their shoulders. So hmm. the communication with stakeholders, the Managing. you know, why did, right. why did you let this release out without testing? So well, they're not you have testing. to be a right. you have to be a translator then at that right. point. Yeah, very exactly. Often. I mean that's that's kind of it's it's interesting in that all of those roles really have that synergy. Um, if you are a QA uh, person, then you are again taking that away from the developers. The developers can focus on producing. They don't have to focus on necessarily um, going to the, the very end of testing and, and all of those sorts of things. They don't mm-hmm. have to focus on making sure that they are the ones uh, under fully understanding the requirements. Really, that stuff is not their core competency. Uh, and that's where, that's where we step in and kind and of take those sorts of things break. over. Exactly. I mean, that's that's exactly the break. point. Yes. You know, a yeah. lot. Like, why implementations die. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of that revolves around um, trying to ask developers to, to play all, to wear all of these hats and play all of these roles. And, and as um, you said, sometimes they want just that one hat. Right. Well, right. Or they even haven't probably haven't had the opportunity to develop those skills either. Good point. Right. Because they've Absolutely. been so heads down, and then all of a sudden they've got to wrestle with this right. the other pieces of it, which is really what makes the technology stick. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, do you have a lot of fun? I do, I do. It's fun. There's always um, a new challenge for you, I have exactly. to assume, right? Exactly. Where did you, where'd you go to school? I went to school at University of Connecticut. Uh, my background's in psychology, so... Uh, Ooh, that's I, interesting. I often no, tell yes. people that that, is, uh, that was the worst decision and the best decision oh, yeah, that right. I could have made. That makes sense. That, <laughs> that makes total yeah, sense. Think, uh, particularly in terms of gamification and, yep, and all the understandings of, of pattern recognition of yeah. leadership. So I do, not, I do not use any sort of formal background that I, that I uh, gained in those psychology classes but yes, all of, but all of the uh, things that you picked up along the way and all of the, the inherent right. ways that you think about things from that from that background is what I use interesting <laughs> so, so Danielle so do you have like a network of folks that you kind of bring into projects do you have, yeah, you have a core group of people and then mm-hmm. people on the fringes like how does that work that's exactly how that works so okay. I have um, a really core group of people um, that I pull into almost every project that I work on uh, especially when you're talking about things like UI UX design and actual design I'm not a designer um, but I do. But have, you know the people exactly. Yeah. But I have a, a great, very talented um, group of individuals that I rely on heavily. Um, like I said, for almost every single project, That's and great. the same can be said for development resources and some of the other roles that I am um, inherently, you know, very familiar with. I just yeah. I tend to handle by myself. So. So we're speaking with Danielle Verba and uh, at go-helios.com. Yep. For information about uh, the company and the kinds of problems that they're trying to solve. So. Quickly, yeah. tell everyone what's a scrum master. 
Uh, so a Scrum Master, I mean, it, it, it's kind of summarized by the things that we've already been talking about. I mean, a Scrum Master's uh, core role is to keep everything off of the shoulders of the, of the software engineers except for development tasks, Exactly. Right? So they're just developing, and they're handing the mm-hmm. tasks above that right. to make it the project move forward. Yeah, and you are kind of mm-hmm. uh, the go-to person if they have a complaint, if they need something uh, to be figured out uh, prior to them diving into that development task. Um, so you could be like, stuff. you're like a Scrum Master for hire. Yeah, exactly. Bring you in yep. when they need that. I, that, uh, I have done that many times. <laughs> absolutely. It could be a cool bumper sticker on your car. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as far as what's it been like growing the company in Pittsburgh? Is, um, it, is it all word of mouth type stuff? Like, I mean, how, how do you get new projects and stuff like that? Primarily, um, I until probably three years ago when I started the company, I was always on the flip side of things. Yeah. Uh, I worked very closely with uh, recruiters in the Pittsburgh area ah. to source all of the teams that I was growing internally for all of, those, <coughs> for all of the companies that I worked for. Um, and as a result... Uh, I, like I said, developed very close relationships with a lot of the recruiters. And huh. so um, they will reach out and stuff like that, and, and I'll work with them for all of their needs, right. et cetera. At, at, what point, at what point did you have to uh, say, I'm doing this on my own? Like, I'm creating a company to make this happen. I'm making this official. Yeah. Um, I'm it was getting after, some office chairs. It was, it was after uh, the first couple of tech fests that I went to, actually, um, where I found that there was a, such a need. I mean, everybody... Everybody that I talked to at those tech fests had the same sort of struggles. Um, they were a small organization trying to start up their, their first software development project, and um, they were really struggling to find resources to help manage the project and help communicate budget needs and all of those sorts of things. Um, and I feel like uh, those groups typically do a great job of trying to find the development resources, the actual software engineering resources, mm-hmm. but then they struggle with everything else. Yeah. Um, or they struggle with their agile implementations. They know that they, quote-unquote, should be doing it, which is not always the case, but they think they mm-hmm. should be doing it, um, but they don't know how to get started or they don't know how to mm-hmm. train their in, their internal staff on those sorts Interesting. of things. Interesting. So, so we, have our quest, of we have our question of the day. Okay. Everyone at our TNT, our Tech Vibe Neighborhood Toward Expedience, 2018. I can't believe it's almost here. Yeah. What's the big tech thing that you're paying attention to in 2018? Uh, blockchain technology. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that is probably not the first time that's been brought up, but... No, I've, I've been hearing that. It, it's, it's cementing in my mind. We need to do some blockchain stuff here on the show in the, in the future because there's so much happening and happening here in Pittsburgh yeah. around the development of blockchain. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yep. Um, I recently joined the uh, blockchain meetup group, and okay. I'm really looking forward that. to going to the, to the first one of those. It's cool. actually tonight. Really to yeah. Tonight, right? It's actually tonight. Can't make it to the one tonight. Uh, I have prior commitments for uh, third Tuesdays of the month, so. Um, but I will be attending those. Those are super exciting, and I think it's uh, there's a lot of opportunity in that space. Um, I think there's a lot of questions in that space of what exactly to do with it. Um, but I think there are also a lot of opportunities, and I'm really excited to dig it. Very um, cool. Figure out what goes on there. I love it. Danielle Verba from Helios. Go helios.com. Check her out and her company. Fantastic stuff. Thanks for stopping by tonight. Thank you very much. I love it, Audrey. That's why we do the show. We get to talk to the coolest people Great. who are thinking about blockchain. That's all <laughs> I'm saying right now. Here at Expedience Expanded Data Center at Nova Place. I love it, man. Too much fun. Keep your dial tuned right here. We have a lot more tech vibe coming your way. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back. You are listening to Tech Vibe Radio tonight. Coming from Expedience Data Center here at Nova Place. We love taking the show on the road. It's what we do. 
We, we take do. The, we take we're the show where the action is. In the data center, sniffing the newness of the data center. So we're pretty excited the about newness, that. It is new in here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to mark the walls up or anything like that. No. Just no. saying. Use you know? the right marker. Absolutely. Get your hands off the table. <laughs> <laughs> this is all new stuff here. So we, who are we here with today? Got some great guests. Start with you. I'm Alan Waldron. I am uh, the... Uh, Lead UX developer at uh, Build in Motion. Yes, no stranger to the show. Nope, second time. Absolutely, man. Return visitor. And you and you actually reached out to me, and you're like, we got a great story. We do. I did. Yes. And who did you bring with you today? This is Jimmy Janis. He's the CEO and founder of the Laundry Shoot. The Laundry Shoot. I am a newbie to the show. The newbie, exactly right. (laughs) I know the Laundry Shoot. So tell us more. Tell us about the Laundry Shoot, the relationship, the company. Sure. Well, this started for me in college. Uh, I went to a small school in South Florida called Palm Beach Atlantic University. Mm-hmm. I know where that is. And uh, I didn't like laundry, and I had no option. But I didn't like laundry. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't like laundry, so I like founded clean, a company that do does you laundry. Like clean clothes. I do. I like to look clean. Okay. I cannot smell. You you know, like I cannot smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you weren't raised like junior on laundry. I mean, I knew how to do it, kind of ish. Uh, but okay. I wouldn't want to do nice. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do nice stuff. So to, the, the truth is, when we started, I had no idea how to do laundry. Really, but you I mean, knew this was a problem that needed to be solved. So the problem right. was, yeah. you're in school, you like to look nice, and you don't want to go to the laundromat. Well, it was also a time thing. Uh, you know, right, I, I played golf. I was captain of the men's uh, golf yeah, team. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling so, really sad. So I, <laughs> between that and trying to actually get decent grades uh, and being nope. in South Florida. Who has time for laundry? Yeah, exactly. Right. So we uh, we did a little beta pilot with uh, a school in South, my school in South Florida, and right. my uh, my co-founder was actually a Pittsburgh guy, Rob Young is his name, and he owned a laundromat in South Florida. And he came to me and said, uh, "Hey, I, I got this place that we can do laundry, and can you get some college buddies to sign up?" And I was like, "Oh, well, start with me. You know, I got a pile high. You know, you can start with my laundry." And uh, so, oh, so we, he had the idea. Yeah, he came to me, and you know, I was always frustrated with laundry. I knew he owned the place, and he, his question sort of prompted the idea of right. business. And I slept on it, woke up, and I said, you know what? Let's let's do something with this. Let's be partners. And, uh, but to make it a business, you need to automate it in a way where you had to bring in. Yeah, so build what, yeah, motion. take us through the steps of yeah. this because I'm trying to imagine. Well, before Build in Motion came in, we were just using. Um, pretty much handoff, you know, person-to-person transaction with minimal software. So what does that mean? I have dirty laundry. I'm living in You a would drop it off in a, in a bin receptacle, so it's kind of like a goodwill donation. And you don't know if it's ever coming back. Yeah, and it just goes down this tube and <laughs> see you later. It might be donated. Do I have know. to, like, mark my name on my clothing? No, there was a, a QR code that you could use that would associate to your account, and actually that core foundation has stayed with us as far as the business logic of the okay. process. Right. Um, and, and when we first started, I didn't have another co-founder who I have now, Dave Conklin, who's our CTO and mm-hmm. the one that makes me look kind of smart. Um, That's always good. Dave interfaces with, with Build in Motion the most good. and Alan and the guys. So thank goodness it's Yeah, not thank you, goodness right? for Dave. <laughs> Hear that, Dave? <laughs> Wherever you are. Wherever you are. <laughs> um, and so uh, we, we knew we needed to do better. Um, the logistics was a challenge of you know hiring people to sit at a desk and hand laundry out and we knew that there had to be a better way. The drop-off process was hardly automated. You know, a drop-in is not nothing fancy. Right. So um, we we made the decision both to move the business to Pittsburgh, where Dave was located. Smart move. I like yeah, that. It was a smart move, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Plenty of dirty clothes here as well. Yeah, and a very large university That's called right. Pitt. So we were working on getting a, a partnership with them, and uh, two years ago we did. And uh, 
we've slowly grown and expanded to the point where we now have. So, so tell us how it works. Do I have to get an app? Audrey, Audrey's got, she's in college. She has a big bag of dirty right. laundry. Well, you know, she's, going home for, she's going home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. And she needs to make sure her she has clean laundry in two days. Yeah, I want to totally understand this. How's it so work? Faster than two days. Do okay. I have an app? Yeah. Tomorrow. So do I have an app? Yes, you go to the App Store okay. or Google Play and you download the Laundry Chute. And uh, right now we're only available to Pitt students, but um, we have plans that we can talk about. Okay, okay. so I'm a Pitt student. If you're a Pitt student, you put in your Pitt email, you create an account, and uh, the first step is to uh, find a locker that's near you. And the app will give you a code to open a locker that has bags in it. So mm-hmm. you grab your first bag. Mm. Um, you scan the code that's I'm on the bag. I'm sensing the automation already. Yes. I love this. <laughs> yes. okay. Okay. So you scan the bag. You scan the bag, and it's now associated to you and your account. We actually have a patent on this process, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, and then whenever you're ready, you fill the bag up. You, you customize your your bag, how you want it processed. If so I just say the whites you're going to separate. Yeah, we do all that, you know, behind the scenes at oh, our you plant. Do? I don't have to tell you that. With our little uh, genies or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> that, that so I don't have to tell you separate whites. No, but dark. you can tell us if you want fragrance-free detergent or if you can want I delicate wash. Can I say I want my underwear ironed? We don't underwear, uh, iron underwear quite yet, but okay. we, that's something we could look to do <laughs> if that flo- floats your boat. There's nothing like some pressed drawers to get you going in the day. That's all I can say. Yes. Hey, <laughs> noted. My father we'll likes that. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> I want the creases in the front. <laughs> yeah. So you, you get your pickup code or your drop-off code and go to that same locker bank or a different one, whatever's convenient for you. Okay. So and, there's uh, no ironing, I would imagine. Not it's yet. It's just folding. It's just folding. But okay. it comes out very clean. We, we do steam it if necessary. So things look almost like they've been ironed. They come out quickly. We take really good care of them in the dryer. We have big commercial dryers. So um, so they're taken off-site to a facility where... Okay, so then yeah. what? So then they get delivered back to that same location? Or you can pick another one, wherever you are, whatever's most Whoa, convenient. so you know oh, on, so on you that Wednesday you're location. at a closer location, right. put that in. So the app notifies you uh, throughout the process. You can track it, and then you get to pick the location and the pickup window uh, that fits your schedule that's most convenient. So that is cool. Our database, we can configure, you know, drop-off times, pickup windows. Everything's configurable on the fly. So this is some serious automation, which is why you brought Build in Motion to make this happen. Right. Wow. So you had to map out the whole process with these guys, right? Yeah, and that was a really... Uh, fun and interesting process uh, because we, I think we've gone through Who knew much, laundry was so complicated? We went through a lot of different iterations of how that, that process was actually going to work until we got into the to the final process, which I think is uh, the optimal one, until we find a better one, I think. We, yeah, we've hit, we've, we finally hit the point where, at least from my perspective, I'm like, ah, we got it now. We got it now. <laughs> Last year we were close, but now we're there. You're feeling dialed in right Alan now. Had I'm a, liking this. How many users do you have? Uh, plus or minus 300 to 350. That's varies. awesome. Uh, we just went into a residence hall, Sutherland, on the top of campus that's open to the whole campus. So even if you're on lower campus, you could use Sutherland because it's an open lobby. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then in December, we're installing at Towers, uh, Litfield Towers over Brick, wow. which will cover all so the sides. You are taking over Pitt, man. So I can also gift this, right? Absolutely. So let's say my roommate never does their laundry. I just say, you know what, I'm going to gift this. And Heck yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's great. We take all forms of money. Well, we so take can you, Bitcoin. So can, you, can you get your laundry every day? Can you just do this every day? Sure. You can grab 10 bags and do it at once. It's whatever floats your boat. It's a flat rate for the bag, so the bag is one size. Mm-hmm. It's meant to fit perfectly in the locker. Well, we recommend so 20 pairs of jeans packed into it would be the same as sheets. 
Yeah, so it's designed to fit uh, anywhere from 18 to 25 pounds of laundry. Depends on how you fold it when you put it in there, if you just stuff it in. And Real tight. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, if it done. fits, it ships, and it, it, it'll go right in that locker perfectly. <laughs> and uh, it's the same rate whether you put a pair of socks in or you have... Uh, a month's worth if it fits it ships so we recommend people do it it's meant for a weekly basis sheets towels regular laundry um and you know we have a 90 percent retention rate our first uh first wash for customers is three dollars and then after that it's six dollars at pit six bucks so the um what if i don't go to pit i just want you to do my laundry because it sounds like a really easy way to get my stuff <laughs> <Yeah, there you laughs> we can work something out just get it, go to pit stop <laughs> yeah. by pit exactly yeah i'm gonna urge you for some Download classes the on the app, way home okay? stop by pit tell yeah. them you live there. how about for alumni at least i'm yeah, a pit alum come alumni. on right yeah, yeah. love it <laughs> this is an alumni well i uh, drive through oakland all the time i can stop at sutherland and drop my stuff off on the way home oh out of the other location. I can tell you how many families who have kids that play hockey, how bad their stuff smells. I played hockey. I would, I know how much you smell. <laughs> so you know, right? In fact, we have a special chemical that we use that's uh, eco-friendly and it's meant for sports, you know, moisture wicking There's special stuff for that. I'm, right. right. I'm going to tell teams about this that live up in <laughs> Upper St. Clair. We love it. I'm going to get them to come in and... Uh, so when are you going to start scaling this thing? Because as Audrey says, she has ideas. And I know this is something... Laundry is a universal problem, right? It's not just college students. I'm seeing huge potential here. Well, you know, it's like the funeral business you know someone's right. always passing away people always have laundry so i'm always spilling gravy on my shirt so nice yes analogy. we're recession proof <laughs> we're recession proof that's the, the thing we like I know, right? and I for six bucks for a load investment yeah what's that do you have any investment uh personally oh or oh, any investors yes we have a board uh we, we started with a seed round uh about four years ago okay mm-hmm. and we've raised uh give or take about a million and a half to date so you're looking very to cool raise money we are. We're in the process of uh, finalizing an A round now uh, for a million, and this will be our last fundraise. Um, we think, we hope. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, it's just so cool because you, you have customers. So you know, whatever you raise, you have income coming in as well. Yeah, so now it's marketing business. Now it's marketing dollars. Right. Having fun with some social media stuff. Right. With college students got I mean, a couple this of is ambassadors. Great. Yeah. Well, is there a certain point where it's like, I mean, having the back end, you know, having the actual people to take the laundry and clean it? I mean, you can you can grow that as as big as you want, or is there a certain point where you're going to run out of people to make sure the laundry gets done? I don't think so. I mean, okay. we, we're, we're the company for laundry lovers and laundry haters. If you like exactly. laundry and you don't mind it, you work for us. Absolutely. <laughs> if so you people, hate it, you use us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. So where can people learn more about the company and, and the app? Obviously, your pit student can use it right now. Right. But if, I want to learn more about the company. Is there a website I can go to? Yeah, thelaundryshoot.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at thelaundryshoot. Uh, gives you all the information you'll need. And, uh, you know, when we do move to supporting non-college students right. um, in likely third-party locations, retail for locations, sure. just like we are at Pitt, um, we'll definitely and so, make a So, Alan, for, for Build in Motion, I have that crazy idea, like, doing dry cleaning of this. Can I come to you and help, and you can help develop no, an app for me? look at you. Look at you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I stole it from him before we went on air, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but I just wanted to let, let people know that Build in Motion is here to help people with these ideas actually make them work. Yeah, and, and, and I think uh, with with Jimmy's product uh, especially, it's been uh, it's been really fun because it's a it's a great mix between uh, software, software design, hardware. Now we're doing uh, pin pads to open lockers, so it's it's a real fully fledged system. For right? sure. And, uh, so we're we're working on all all sides of it. So and where can they learn more about Build in Motion? You can go to buildinmotion.com. I love it, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. That's, That's great. This is why I love being in Pittsburgh. 
two companies like this coming together to make Look clean, good stuff happen. Look at a relocated guy. I know. <laughs> exactly. I love That's it. Right. I love That's it. Great. What I love even more is Expedient for letting us hang out here tonight in their expanded data center here in Nova Place. Go to Expedient.com. These guys are like the backbone of your business. There's no messing around. They can help you with all your IT challenges, and we just love bringing the show from here. Simple as that. So learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. This is John the Kirsten. And this is Audrey Lusa. We're from the Pittsburgh Tech Council. Go have yourself an awesome weekend, and we will uh, see you next weekend on the air. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.